Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and uh, today we have episode 17 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I'm joined by my co-host of the Box Office Beatdown Show from LC Screen Talk and the Cinemania page, Larry. Larry, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I am doing pretty good. Everything all right over there in Denver? <laughs> yeah, it's been a cool, rainy weekend here in Denver this week. Been hot over here for some reason. Oh, it's, wow. I guess because it's I don't know I don't know why I said for some reason it's summertime. So then I'll take my cool and rainy to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the summer, but um, we're gonna get started. Uh, we have the box office for June twenty first, and we saw the opening releases for Toy Story four, Child's Play, and Anna. Wild Rose also had a limited release, but. Um, those were the main movies that came out this weekend. So, what did we have at number one, Larry? So, not really surprising. Number one right. was, in fact, Toy Story 4 from Pixar. What is a little bit surprising is the number that it came in with, coming in at $118 million here domestic. Then, when we look at its worldwide opening, it came with a $238 million opening, most notably Mexico, where it brought in the third largest opening for Mexico of all time, with $23.4 mm-hmm. So... Had some nice openings worldwide. China was 13.4, UK 15 mil. But that US box office number is a little disappointing for the Pixar for sure. Mm hmm. Um, now, why do you say that? Just want to get your thoughts on that. So, the positives is right. that it is the largest Toy Story opening. To date, yep. uh, Toy Story 3 opened at 110. This is at 118. However, heading into the weekend, even Disney, which studio expectations, they usually try to lowball their expectation just a right. bit so that they look good coming out. Even Disney was anticipating around $140 million opening for Toy Story 4. This is a huge downgrade from Incredibles 2 last year. Right. People were expecting Toy Story 4 maybe to even be able to compete for that top animated opening of all time. It's now the fourth highest animated opening Mm -hmm. of all time. Um, And I think it just, uh, this actually is more in line with what I thought before those, those expectations started coming out of 150 to 200 million. I was somewhere around 120 is what my initial thought was. But of course I bumped up my estimation based on the tracking and all of that. But I mean, they just, I I think everyone's just a little bit disappointed based upon those pre-release tracking numbers. Do you think, um, you know, it, that's so interesting because I, for the longest time, I kept seeing the uh, tracking numbers go down, you know, because I remember at first it was like 175 to 200. And I was like, wow, that would be crazy. Then they went down to like 140 to 150. Then it went down. Then even over the, then like yesterday, I was even, I was even seeing like 135. Yeah. And even they, that's what I posted. I was like, it's going to be around 135. Um, tracking, but then I read the number and it's significantly low, and it's just 118, and I was like, oh man, what happened? Um, not that this is like some big kind of disappointment. If it if it tracked, if it did like under 100 million, then we would see kind of a worry. But um, 118 still is fine. It reminds me of uh, when Deadpool 2 came out, and it made like less in the first movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
it kind of reminds me of that. But I don't think this is like a huge, not, not like a failure or anything, but it's just, it, it, it raises the question of like, um, are the sequels working anymore? You know, and, and probably raise another question, like maybe no one really wanted a Toy Story 4, you know? So, yeah, I think I don't this know. is really, first, it's indicative of this summer at the box office. I mean, we yeah, see yeah. sequel after sequel, franchise movie after franchise movie has just come up short. Godzilla, we had Secret Life of Pets, we had, obviously, Dark Phoenix, we've had yeah. Men in Black. I mean, literally every single one of these franchise movies have come up short of what we were hoping to see going into the weekend other than of course like endgame endgame is the only one immune <laughs> and john wick maybe yeah i was going to say and john wick too but that's that's um but everything else all these other films and pixar unfortunately was not able to completely escape that um they did a bit better than most of those others just obviously in pure box office numbers they did better um but i think honestly i i think people overestimated the brand just yeah. faithful brandness and underestimated the lackluster marketing. I really did think that the marketing wasn't that great for Toy Story 4 all the way up to release. Uh, I mean, the reviews helped it a little bit, but mm. I thought the trailers were not good for Toy Story 4. I wasn't really excited to see Toy Story 4. Surveying my friends um, that typically will watch animation or get excited, they're not excited about Toy Story 4. They're like, eh, I mean, maybe yeah. I'll see it. And I think that's just how everybody is. The third one ended so perfectly that I think people just weren't really interested in a fourth one and the trailers didn't do a good job convincing people that you need to see this one too. Agreed. What did you think of the movie overall? Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I think it might... <sighs> Between it and Toy Story 2, I'd have to rewatch Toy Story 2. It's it's definitely third or fourth in my own personal ranking of the Toy Story yeah. films. But I really enjoyed it. I think it was a really well done film. And I I do wish people would give it a chance. I do think that they would really enjoy the movie. But right. yeah. See, I watched it Friday night and I um Although I really did like it, I wasn't able to get a review out. I might have to do my review later on. Uh, it's going to be a little bit late, late of a review because I got really sick over the weekend. But um, I wanted to do like a um, – when I watched it on Friday night, I liked it. But it's still – in the back of my head, I was like, this still doesn't really warrant why we needed a fourth one. You know, the fourth – like after watching it, although it was really good, it still comes off as, as like a – Let's get this money. You know what I mean? Like we don't, because it, it, it didn't really need to happen. I think a lot of, I think a lot of um, moviegoers felt the same way, and I agree with you on the marketing. I didn't see much about it um, until like this weekend and stuff. Well, they really pushed Forky in the marketing. And first yeah. of all, he's not actually in the film all... I mean, he is, but he's not. Especially in the second half of the movie, he's not in it all that much anymore. Yeah. And it, he's more of a catalyst. He's kind of a MacGuffin almost for Woody and pushing Woody's for, uh, story forward. So I, I guess you can't really spoil, obviously, what the movie's gonna do but they i think they focused too heavily on forky in that Agreed. movie because people were just like what in the world like this is very weird and he was fine in the movie like they used him fine i thought uh the ducky and rabbit i thought actually were our bunny were great uh <laughs> i loved them in the movie they they really i laughed quite a bit with them um 
but really it was the heart of Woody's story that that works the best for me in the movie. I know some people actually have a problem with right. how the film ends on Woody's story. I thought it felt natural and felt I liked it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard to I guess it's hard to translate heart into trailers. In Agreed. A way. Yeah. And they just they decided to focus on all the wrong things. And uh, I think people just kind of were like, meh, if our kid yeah. doesn't want to see it, I, I got my Toy Story trilogy already done. So I don't need this. <laughs> right, it's a lot of um, a lot of uh, it was in a, it was in a lot of theaters, yes. 4,500 plus theaters. Um, but this number, I will say this number is very, very I was expecting a, a more wide number, a more bigger number. Then so are the studios, but I mean, I guess this goes to show that we need more originality on the on the movie scene, and this is just not stuff like this is just not going to cut it right now. Um, although 118 is still a big chunk, it's a good yes. chunk for the summer. It helps us all out, all the movies out this summer that's been kind of bombing. This movie is not a bomb by any means, but it's no. a disapp- it is a disappointing number. But but what the tracking? I remember early in the year. When um, if you and I started this show early in the year, Toy Story Four would have probably been one of our may top five in like box office wise yeah. of movies to make the most money this year. So a little jarring, but I mean not the worst day for Disney. It does, <laughs> it does have room. Uh, right. So the next the next film, obviously Spider Man might take some of it, but they're not direct competition. So this next big direct competition, obviously, will be The Lion King. But we yeah. actually don't have another animated movie until Angry Birds Two, which is midway through August. So which looks, which looks horrific. I saw the trailer before the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Toy Story, it has a long way until we hit another animation. So, I mean, it could have great legs. Most Pixar films do have really strong legs. And I'm sure, I mean, the overall box office number itself is going to be strong. I think it'll probably hit $400 million domestic, which right. is great. It's just, I really think this wouldn't look as disappointing if those tracking hadn't been so wrong. <laughs> right. This basically makes me kind of scared for the other sequels that we have coming up this year. I mean, everyone who's thinking about who's talking about how big Far From Home is going to open up. I mean, what if it doesn't open up as big? And what if It Chapter 2 doesn't open up as big as um as big as what the first It did? I don't know. It's kind of kind of worrying a little bit. By the end of the year, I think we can all call this year, um, you know, the year box office sequelitis because it's just been a hot mess. But, um, yeah, let's get into the number two spot. Number two spot, what do we have? Number two, we have the reboot of Child's Play uh, coming in at $14.055 million. It only released domestic this weekend, so that's the only number it has currently. This is also just a tad below pre-weekend tracking, but honestly, uh, I don't know how they could see this as anything other than a win. That Child's Play, rebooting Child's Play seemed a little bit strange to me at this point, mm-hmm. and that trailer did nothing to help it in my opinion so i mean 14 million it got over 10 which was its budget i think they should just be happy with that 14 (laughs) right the um yeah the budget was 10 million it got over the budget they didn't um i don't think even they i don't even think they were expecting the big box office weekend because of um the release of toy story 4 i still question why it came out with toy story 4 i think it would i think having it come out next week would have been kind of interesting you know what i mean like child's play against annabelle yeah. That would be kind of interesting, but um, Annabelle's by itself next week in the toy market. 
Um, and Child's Play, $14 million. I don't remember what I would... I think you and I were kind of projecting really, really low anyway. Yeah, I think we were a 10 or under. We were not projecting too highly for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't think this was really... Once again, with these kind of movies, this um, this not a really a big need for another Child's Play movie. We had all those straight-to-DVD ones that were doing fine, you know? Yeah. Um, and then this one comes out. Now I'm here. There's another one of those straight-to-DVD ones. And then a TV show coming soon. So, oh um, yeah, I wonder if we're kind of saturating this market a lot for Child's Play and Chucky. But um, I haven't seen it yet because i busy weekend. Uh, going to see it, I think, either tomorrow or Tuesday. Okay. But, um, yeah, I heard people... Do it. One 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 comment that I was hearing was that someone was saying that the marketing should have focused more on Chucky because Chucky was great. Um, now that's true. I think the I think the doll looks horrific. But it's horrific. Uh, yeah, but if um if that was if that's the case, then they that's I mean they should have instead of focusing on all those like kill the Toy Story posters and stuff like that. <laughs> um, maybe let's focus on the uh, mar- actual marketing of your film. Um, although although I do think the marketing for that was great, but $14 million is not really going to, you know, kind of show that marketing play was the right way to go. But yeah. you still went up against Toy Story. Um, when you could have went up against Annabelle, I feel like um, Annabelle and Child's Play next week could have came out with a good $20 million openings. So, yeah. Um, all right, what do we got number three? So My God, what's three, happening with this movie? It continues. <laughs> I mean, I contributed, so I can't say too much. I saw, <laughs> I saw Child's Play. I saw Anna, and I saw Aladdin again this yeah. weekend. So Aladdin holding on in at number three yet again this weekend, dropping a tiny twenty nine point five percent for twelve point two million in its fifth week of release. That brings Aladdin up to two hundred and eighty seven point five million here domestic and a whopping 810.10 million worldwide so just boffo numbers for aladdin and it just keeps going i mean it held strong it leapfrogged over both men in black and secret life of pets this weekend beating them both out and i mean 29% 29% drop. It has been killing it in the drops. Every it really has been. Has tiny drop after tiny drop. Yeah, this has been the conversation for most of our shows the past five weeks with <laughs> Aladdin because, like, it's either in the number two or number three spot throughout these past couple of weeks. Um, it's been doing great. 29% drop, one of the lowest drops of the box office this weekend. Um, for a movie that's in its fifth weekend, eight hundred million worldwide. I don't think it's gonna crack that one billion or even nine hundred million, but um, this does really good, really good for uh, that movie. I'm sure we'll get. I don't think. I don't. Maybe not. But I'm sure um, Disney is with this kind of number. They're not gonna hold off on the uh, on the live action remakes. So. <laughs> Um, and then Lion King is sure to open huge. So yeah. we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see. I'd say, yeah, with all the sequelitis and all the reboots right. and people just not responding, uh, Disney, I mean, they stumbled with Dumbo, but they're right back in the game with these live-action remakes. And, the, I mean, they continue to make a ton of money. People complain about them. People get mad that they're there, but everybody goes and sees them, and they continue to just kill it at the box office. So uh, it is what it is. And it's yes. nice to have at least a, a, a success story, right? I mean, we haven't had many successes talking box office. So whatever your feelings are on Aladdin, it's actually nice to have this breakout hit that many of us thought might underperform. 
Right, totally agree. And it only dropped 121 theaters yeah. this weekend. <clears throat> Pretty good. So, um, yeah. all right, this number four spot, let's get right into it. What a disappointment. Let's Ooh, go. So number four was last weekend, Top Dog, Men in Black International wow. dropped a hefty 64.2% this weekend for $10.75 million. That brings the latest in the MIB franchise up to $52.7 million here domestic and $182.09 million worldwide. Ooh, yikes. Pretty big drop for Men in Black. Yeah. Um, did you – so on the World Show, we were talking about how – um, there was actually a lot of problems on the set of International. Um, any thoughts on that? And I, I do think, like, it, it serves to a lesson. When you get involved, when studios get involved with, like, movies like this, um, they either don't do well and they continue not to do well in the box office and they slowly drift away from the box office and stuff like that. So you have any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we've seen it time and again at this point is studios, I don't know, they like to overstep their bounds <laughs> too much sometimes. Um, it's always a fine line, you know, to, to really let a director create, but also some of these directors need to be reined in. So I don't know, it just, I mean, it's a tough deal, but yeah, once you see some of this uh, drama behind the scenes, you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm not too shocked at the final product and what right. it's doing. Yeah, um, a 64% drop, The uh, one of the heftiest drops in the, in the top 10, uh, not so well. Didn't do. There's also I mean, there's another movie that did really that got a really really like actually two other movies that dropped significantly. But um, we'll get into those. But Men in Black International. Not surprising to see these numbers. Um, after only making 28 million last weekend, the the fact that Aladdin passed it. I mean, there's just no surprise here. So um, yeah. All right. Let's get into number five spot. So number five was last weekend's second place, and that is The Secret Life of Pets <coughs> 2, which dropped 57.8% for $10.29 million in its second week of release. So it actually almost, actually third, sorry. Uh, third week of release. It almost passed over Men in Black, but that does bring its total up to 117.58 million domestic and 194.7 million worldwide for the latest Illumination film. Yeah, um, 57% drop third weekend. I'm trying to like put my kind of, I mean, I don't know. $80 million budget. Here's the thing. $80 million budget. The total gross is $117 um, million, which is good. They've crossed their gross. Um, they, they crossed their budget, so that's good for them, I guess. But still, um, even this movie, I, I thought this movie would have like would have a lot of legs. Um, yeah. But um, definitely the market with Toy Story 4 kind of grabbed that, the, at, that, uh, at, those re at that revenue. So not surprising here as well. Yeah, Secret Life of Pets. Um, again, it's going to be profitable just because Illumination knows how to keep their budgets low and finds ways, especially internationally, to get that number up. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely 
uh, far cry from the first Secret Life of Pets numbers that we saw. And many of us, actually, with the way that Illumination is able to just seemingly print money, uh, they, they're always profitable. Many mm-hmm. of us thought that Secret Life of Pets 2 might be able to challenge Toy Story in the opening department, and that just has not been the case. It didn't I mean, even come close, yeah. It's total growth right now is less than Toy Story's opening weekend. So here at Domestic, yeah. at least. Yeah, exactly. Um, not good for um, not good for that movie. But all right, so that is all the five spots. So any other stories? I definitely say um, Anna Anna bombed. Yes, bombed <laughs> like completely bombed. And I I I I will only blame Lion Gate's marketing for the movie. You would not know by inch of like you would not know this movie was coming out this weekend completely bombed completely so anik debuted all the way down at number 11 with a (coughs) 3.53 million dollar opening so it didn't even crack 4 million this weekend in over 2,000 theaters which is pretty terrible for an opening uh as i said i saw the movie i was meh on it i don't know what's going on with luke Besson, but um I don't Luke know. Luke Besson. Was was he the one who did who did the Valerian movie too? And Lucy. Lord, 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 yeah. help us. I mean, he he's very into female led actiony films. Uh, Fifth mm-hmm. Element, but uh, I don't know. I think he's another case of M Night Shyamalan almost for me. Of so much promise, he came out the gate with some really great stuff, but mm. that seems to be more of an anomaly. And what yeah. we've been getting from him over and over seems to be more al- aligned with his style of filmmaking. And uh, it was mostly just boring. And, like, I mean, yeah, nobody knew this was coming out. I, nobody, And it had Helen Mirren, Luke Evans. I mean, come on. We could have marked yeah. it. Yeah. And um, these, listen, I, um, all right. So something to know about myself. I am always into the female-led kind of action kind of movies or you know what i mean or like stories even video games like i love my tomb raider video games and all that stuff and um yeah i, I love those kind of movies but i feel like that particular movie of like a model by day and then a spy or whatever i feel like i don't know i feel like it, it, it just feels kind of like redundant you know what i mean like it just like when i saw the trailer it just screamed it screamed lucy it screamed atomic blonde it just looked red very sparrow sa- yeah red sparrow it just looked very samey you know like it looked like we've seen that a thousand times like i have no nope no qualms or anything like i i guess his last like really original film even though it's like a novel was the valerian movie and um that movie that movie wasn't great as well um but it's just like yeah i feel like with anna when i saw the trailer for anna very basic name very basic plot i was like oh i've seen this a thousand times you know of course there's gonna be a badass action sequence and fight sequence of course you know what I mean? which there was am i wrong i didn't see it but there was i would there was one uh but unfortunately they showed a good portion of it in the trailer exactly and i know it's it's the one in the restaurant or whatever yes, like the one that's, in the restaurant <laughs> that's it so um yeah i didn't expect much from this movie but it's just it's, it, you gotta you gotta spice it up a little bit like these kind of movies are the are the same you know what i mean and you, you gotta spice it up a little bit just a tad bit um, Red Sparrow. I remember that. I remember that movie not doing great. Um, yeah. I thought that movie was horrible. But um, ho- hopefully, yeah. So did I. Hopefully, Anna's not as bad when I see it. But um, uh, yeah, just not a good, not a good. I, I guess we'll but, see once it opens worldwide if Russia right. 
accepts it better if some of the other countries like it. But uh, looks like we're about done with it here. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it didn't even crack the top ten, which is ridiculous. Next week it'll it'll be in like the number twentieth spot or something. Ooh. So yeah, we'll see. And then just um, looking at the rest of these, uh, just quick notes: we had Godzilla pass a hundred million. It made three point seven million, which was down fifty eight percent. But Godzilla is now up to one hundred and two point three million domestic and three hundred and forty nine point nine million worldwide. So huh? I mean, whatever milestones Godzilla can get at this point. Right. <laughs> Cause... Exactly. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> tough. Uh, we saw Dark Phoenix drop heavy again, um, yep. dropping 61.5% in week yep. number three, but it did cross 60 million. <laughs> I hear that, Larry, Larry, Larry. Uh, that, is, that is not even an accomplishment for this kind of film. So um, it, it, 3.6, it's at 232.9 million worldwide. Yeah. Ugh, Dark Phoenix. I, um, and then they got a, it, it got a, like a really, a really, really big theater slash this weekend. Um, a thousand plus the, uh, 1500 plus theaters got slashed from it, um, this weekend. So that probably has something to do with it. I know one of the theaters down here only had like two times up today. Um, so that movie's kind of struggling. Um, uh, John Wick, though. John Wick, though, in the number seven spot. Not bad. John Wick held on, only dropped 36.3%, uh, made yeah. $4 million this weekend. So its total is up to 156.07, and worldwide up to a very nice $289.2 million. Uh, another one that held well, that's been holding well, is Rocket Man. Came in at number six, and that only dropped 40% for 5.65. That one's now up to 77.3 million domestic and a nice 153.4 million worldwide. So, Rocket Man's been holding pretty well. John Wick has been doing well. So, it's nice to see at least some of these, these mid level films performing okay. Um, the problem is some of these small ones still leave me disappointed too. Like late night, looking Agreed. at late night. Oh, late night. Yeah. It got such good reviews. People were really trying to pump it up. It only lost 48 theaters, but it plummeted like 50%. And yeah. that's, that's not a good drop when you open so low. It barely is over 10 million now. Late night. Yeah, late night struggling. And that just goes to show with the release dates of these certain films. I feel bad for yesterday next week. Yeah, late oh. night is the latest. Of course, uh, we both love Booksmart, but that yep. has all but disappeared. I'm just. I don't like, even see Booksmart. No, where's yeah, Booksmart? Oh, like, I don't do this. Disappeared. I don't gone? know. Oh no, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Booksmart. Well, that means the Blu-ray is coming out soon. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm excited. Take what we can get. <laughs> I listen. That movie grows on me every single day. That soundtrack, I listen to it every single day. Um, yeah, I can't wait. It makes me excited for that movie coming out too, called Good uh, Good Boys. Um, that's coming out soon, but I'm excited. I'm a little less nervous. I mean, I'm a little less excited for Good Boys. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for. It. I like those kind of films. It looks I don't okay. Know. Looks those, okay those, enough. Those little child raunchy films <laughs> typically are not my jam. So I guess we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. All right. Lastly, let's talk about Shaft. Sixty percent drop second weekend. 10 spot it's dying 
Yeah, so Shaft already plummeting down 60% off of a highly disappointing weekend. That gives it $15.9 million so far domestic, which is lower than I thought most of us thought it would open last week. So right. Shaft is struggling. Um, I, it's it's tough for, for a Shaft film in a PC world. So, you know, you gotta got to evolve a little bit with the times, I guess. Yeah, you have to. As much as you think there's still people who are out there trying to, like, watch these movies it's becoming a low margin it's not a big margin anymore so um i'm kind of glad this movie's not doing well shows your lesson these movies are not served well with this kind of day and age sorry but um (laughs) yeah all right so let's get into what's coming out next weekend next weekend we actually have a re-release of endgame as well as um (laughs) annabelle Annabelle comes home, and yesterday. Now, um, I didn't, I didn't know you don't want to talk about Annabelle a lot because you've had a scuffle this past couple of days with Warner Thankfully, Brothers. Thankfully, but... it's figured out. Um, but <laughs> Annabelle, yeah, um, it'll probably open, I'm going to guess, I don't know, maybe 25? That's going to be my guess for Annabelle. Well, I'm going uh, I'm going by what they usually do. Um, Annabelle movies usually go about 30-something, 30 30-plus 30 million. I was going to so, go, but I'm, I'm so gun-shy this summer. Every movie, yeah, I'm like, I better yeah. underestimate. <laughs> I better no, you're say totally lower. right. You know, it's sad, but you're totally right because Annabelle, um, the first one, 2014, that god awful movie, um, it came, it, it opened to about 37 million and 31, um, 3100 theaters. Annabelle Creation did about 35 million with 3500. Yeah, so this will probably at least get 30. I th- okay, I'll, I'll amend it to 30. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go, I, I don't even know what this summer, I'll go 28. I'll go 28. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go just the, almost there, but not really, because because we still have Toy Story in the second weekend. Um, You've yeah, seen we, a lot of marketing, for <clears throat> Annabelle. I I haven't, but I did see it. Um, and I had a good to, good enough time with it. I do think the word of mouth is gonna get around. I mean, our review, our, our review, luckily hasn't been striked yet, but it's up. Um, everyone, is your is yours back up? Uh, I'm posting it tomorrow. Apparently, yeah. the embargo lifts tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific, so I'm posting it then. But yes, it was uh, my channel had no longer has a copyright strike. Right. I I really need these studios to like. I, I wish there was like somewhere where the studios would post the embargoes because it's a it's a thing now. It's not like this unknown thing that you know critics focus on embargoes, and that's what especially small YouTubers like yourself like. Embargoes matter. You know yeah. what I mean. So you you gotta well, especially go with- when they they decide to put a false copyright strike and don't actually tell me why they did it. Yeah, and then <laughs> like it. Alex and I saw it on Wednesday. Um, it was it was it, it was I had a I had a good time with it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Alex and I saw it and like the whole ride back home, <clears throat> the whole ride back home, we were like looking for the embargo, yeah. like. The too. fuck is the embargo at? So we just ended up posting it. I just um, I don't understand what what is this secrecy? You know, what's the point of yeah. all this like weird secrecy around embargoes that you only can know about the embargo if you get an invitation or I, I, it's stupid. And yeah. we're in a, we're in a new day and age, and that is you know you're hindering the smaller people from even getting a shot really by doing crap like this. And it's just like Agreed. come on, just post it. What's the point? Agreed. Like who cares? Just post yeah. it. <laughs> I totally, I totally agree. It's ridiculous, but um, yeah. I yesterday I don't see much. I'll see oh. with the with the indies this summer. I see a good five million. Five million, yeah. Maybe like maybe maybe a little less than that. I feel bad, but like these indies are not doing well. 
Um, yeah. So, Annabelle, come, re, the re-release for Avengers, I don't know. I think I don't. I don't see anything special. I mean, I think uh, I'm planning to see it again. I still have to see it again with somebody who wanted to see it, and he's just been so busy. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna see if he wants to see it before the new material, or if he wants to see it with the new material. What that case might be. Um, it definitely right. enticed me. What is it like? Seven minutes of new footage or something, and then the eight, yeah, post, eight minutes of new footage. Scene. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I will definitely go watch it. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, I, 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 I'll watch it again because I, I dug it and I like the ending. That ending is amazing. I want to see what's going on. I want to see this. I don't want to be left out. I want right. to know what, what we're talking about here. Yeah, um, I am hearing that the uh, Far From Home post credit scenes are really good. So, um, that can be exciting. But yeah, um, yeah. Right now we're we're under 40 million behind it's like 39 million behind avatar right now as it's 39 down. million yeah i don't know i don't know i feel like this oh. re-release is way too soon um <laughs> like i said it should have been like winter or something i don't know what they're thinking but um i don't know maybe they're trying to maybe they're trying to pull a captain marvel because we remember how captain marvel got that huge bump actually when avengers did came out so maybe they're like okay let's re-release it right before spider-man both films can kind of benefit get everybody pumped up with spider-man that's right. the only thing i can think is they're trying to do it right before spider-man hits to kind of get the excitement for both films up right yeah i mean not wrong with that they want that they want the record i mean that's yeah the ultimate goal of why they're doing this in the first place they want that record <laughs> i don't know why everyone i don't know if have you seen all the videos of everyone like upset about it Everyone's like, oh, it's a cash grab. I mean, what do you think a re-release is? Yeah. I mean, it's a re-release. Every it's movie. It's like Avatar has been re-released into theaters several times, y'all. That's yes. the only reason like, Avatar has the number it has is due to the re-releases as well. Like, like so, so, so did Titanic. Like a bunch of movies do re-release. It's not like a. It's not this illegal thing. You know what I mean? It's just so weird. Um, Classic Park, Disney re-releases Lion King every few years. It seems right. Like, yeah. Like, they're you know? animated classics back in theater. Like, come on. Like today's the thir- what the thirtieth anniversary of Tim Burton's Batman. That movie's re-released. I, I saw some times in the theaters today. So I'm just like, who cares? I mean, come on. Um, Avengers Endgame probably will be re-released later on at some point again. But um, who who cares? I mean, it's it's fine. It's no no reason to get upset. But um, yeah, I guess that is it for this week's box office. Um, Larry, thank you once again, um, for doing this show. Um, definitely had a good weekend with the box office. A lot of stuff to talk about next week. We'll see. <coughs> we'll see what else is there to talk about next week and stuff. But um, Larry, let, let everyone know where they can find you and if there's any upcoming things coming up on your channel this week. Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. As I mentioned before, my Annabelle Comes Home review will be up tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So please check it out since I'm losing all those views that I got the first time around. Yes. <laughs> I had to delete it and I lost all the 100 whatever views I was already at. Uh, so please watch it, even if you've seen it. Um, <laughs> but then I'm also seeing Stuber this week. Um, and I'll review that otherwise I've already seen yesterday that review is currently already up on my channel so you can check that out Um, and quite probably 
a Blu-ray hunting video. I'm not 100% positive what day, though, this week. And then, right. finally, my last video in my Pride Month series of reviews for LGBTQ Pride Month will be out next Saturday. Yes, I've been I've been loving watching your uh, your Pride Month review. Thank you. Good, good job on all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, hey, so did you not get the uh, the screener for um, Far From Home on Wednesday? Oh, I mean, I'm entered for it. They, they do these contests here, so we'll see. Oh, uh, okay. I probably okay. won't. <laughs> I, I, I know it's easier because it's Sony. It's kind of like ties in with Sony because yeah. usually Disney movies, they don't really do these. It's like, possible. Yeah, they're usually really hard to get. But, um, yeah, so I guess as far as for us, everyone, you still can look out for our Toy Story 4 review. I'll probably do that real quickly tonight. Um, as well as tomorrow, we'll have our reviews for Big Little Lies and Euphoria. And then uh, Tuesday's the World Show. Wednesday, we will do, depending on the embargo, because you wouldn't want to get striked, but the far, <laughs> the far From Home review will be out this week. And then, yeah, and then Annabelle Comes Home is already on our channel, so you can look up for that. So thank you guys for joining us. Larry, thank you once again. Um, we will talk to you guys soon. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Cinemania World. Thanks for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That is Larry. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.